very, very fundamental piece. Something that can really change your life around. And it's from uh, Hanukkah, Nesiva Shalom, from Maimer Chag Munah And he starts off by, let me just say, before we start, let me just tell you what's going on in the background. Everybody knows that there's something called Emuna. Emuna is faith. Faith. Faith in God. Then there's something, another word called Bitachin. Trust. Trust. Exactly. Like, you know, um, in Israel, security. Security guard. Bitachon. Security. Exactly. So the question is, what is Emuna? What is Bitachin? And how do you have Emuna? And how do you have Bitachin? And what does it really mean? And he explains that Amuna is faith that there is a God who exists. But then you don't know that He's going to care about you and that He's going to, he's going to, he's going to watch out for you. So Bitachin is having security in Him. The example that I like to give, if somebody's trying to kill me, I want to go hire a bodyguard. Now, I need two things. I have to have faith that the bodyguard is outside my house, but then I have to, in order to feel really secure, I gotta know that if somebody's gonna try to take a shot at me, that he's actually gonna jump in the way. I gotta know that he's gonna do it. He has the ability to do it. That uh, That he will do it. Oh, the ability, and that he'll choose to use that ability to 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 save me. Otherwise, I don't feel very secure. So when we say that we have bitachon in Hashem, security in God. So yeah, Emuna, I believe that he created the whole universe, and I believe that he could do anything he wants. Bitachan means that I have to be secure that he's going to use his ability to cover me. So he asks a very, very fundamental question. How could a Jew be from those who can really be secure in God's name, truthfully, to be secure in God, when a person knows the cheshben of his soul and the weight that he's carrying from his sins. How could you be secure, really, truly secure, that God is going to save you? So yeah, sure, I believe that God could save me, and I believe that if I was a tzaddik without any averis, that God would save me, but now that I know all the Averis that I do, and everybody does Averis, so why should he save me? How can I be secure that he will save me? So this question is so fundamental. Why? Because if we get the answer to this question, then we can live with security of having Hashem there to protect you. If you, if you had a, a very, very rich father, okay, and he could pay you and give you and help you in every way, you know that he's out there he has a beautiful building he owns a hundred story building in Manhattan but he doesn't want to see you and if you see him and then you go in front of him he's going to look at you and say what'd you do you woke up today at one o'clock in the afternoon you're good for nothing you don't listen to what I tell you I'm not helping you so what good is it to have a father like that so we believe in a father in heaven who could do anything he wants but if I know all my Averis so come on how can I really believe that he's going to use his ability for little old me when I'm not really doing what I'm supposed to be doing. He says, in order to answer this, first we have to ask a question. Where do we see in the Torah at all the, the, the concept of Bitochen? Mitzvah's Emunah's Hashem, Ksuvah Batayra. Emuna does say in the Torah, where does it say? Hashem Rishon 
The first mitzvah, the Rambam has counts all the mitzvahs, he counts the first mitzvah, Lahamin, to believe in God. Where does he get this from? The Torah. From which words? Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha. That is the mitzvah to believe that God is the creator master of the universe. Fine, that's a muna. It doesn't say anywhere to have faith in God. So where is the source that a Jew can rely on creator of the universe and be secure in him that he will help you when you need help? The answer is In the words I am God, your God it includes two types of emunah two beliefs Anoichi Hashem, those words, I am God, He, Ho'emuna, Bahashem Yisbarach, Shehu Bayre, Umanag Lechol Habruim, Vuhulavadi Osa, Ho'isa, Vyasa Lechol Hamaisim. Anoichi Hashem, Yudke Vavke, means I created the world. Mahava Debriya, Mahava means to create. Yudke Vavke means I created the world. So that, that teaches us when Hashem called us around the mountain, and we heard these words from Him. Anoichi Hashem says, I created everything, and I alone have done do and will do everything that is done. But you know what? It says another word. Who was God talking to? The individual. Who did he say this to? To the Jews that were around the mountain. He took his concept, God of the universe, but then he said, to these people around the mountain I am your God and he chose us to be the chosen people and included in this is the tremendous love that Hashem had that he said not only am I creator of everything but I am your God so it means he really loves us he cares about us like God said I love you guys I love you that's what God said to us. That's Anoichi Hashem Eloikecha. Did you know that before? Now you know it now. Now you know what the words mean. Just like every Jew has to believe in Amuna in the words of Anoichi Hashem, that Hashem created the world, and if you don't believe that, you're an Apikaris, you're, you know, you haven't started in this religion at all. So too you are Mechuyiv to believe Anoichi Eloikecha. That you are a piece of God. You have a shtickle of God in you. That He loves you. Unconditional love. That He loves you even when there's no reason to love you. Imagine that somebody wakes up. He's in a coma. He wakes up. He doesn't remember anything. And a guy in a white coat comes over to him and he says, I am the doctor, your father. So he's saying two statements. I am the doctor. I am your father. Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha is two statements. That's what the Nesiv Shalom is teaching us. Anoichi Hashem and Anoichi Aleikecha. And we have to internalize each of those statements. Hashem created the world, but then he sent us a message that he has a special relationship between Klal Yisrael and himself. The Rishonim asks a question. What does it say? So they say, whoa, you're introducing yourself for the first time since creation of the world. Say, I am God who created, created everything. 
Why did you pick one little thing that he did? I took you out of Mitzrayim. It's an event. It's one little event that happened recently, and that's how he describes them back. So look, look what, what he exp- says. He explains beautiful. He says that Hashem, if he would have said an explanation, he would have said, I am Hashem who created the world. But he didn't have to say that. Anochi Hashem means I created the world. You want proof that I am your God? Why am I God? And how am I... How am I your God? Because I took you out of Mitzrayim. I took you out of Mitzrayim because I am your God. Not because you deserved it. Not because you earned it. Because we were there immersed in the 49th level of impurity. Tuma. So, if he was talking about the Hashem part, I would have said, Exactly. Should have said because that's obvious. I created everything. And I'm going to prove to you because I took you out of Mitzrayim. You want to know who rescued you? Imagine the guys in jail. And in the middle of the night, all of a sudden, the tractor trailer pulls off the, the jail bars, and then he gets rescued, and he gets brought, they put a, a black thing over his head, and he, you know, they drive, 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 they go into the bad cave, and they take it off, and he sees a man, and the guy says, I'm the guy who rescued you. That's what Hashem says. Before, when we were still bad, the mats of Kazet. In that situation, Shahoyush Mishukoim Bemem Teshari Tuma Unisunim Bevesavadim. See Hashvelus Buruchnis Vagashmis. Look, listen to what he's saying. We were in the lowest level of impurity, but we were also a bunch of losers. Hashem could have taken the Arabian Knights, right? They were beautiful white horses, very rich people. You will be my chosen nation. At least they were rich. He took us. We were spiritually on the lowest level, okay? But even Bagashmis, we were slaves. We were nobody. We had no identity to ourselves. And even in that situation, Hashem called us with this title, B'ni B'chari Yisrael. It's a beloved title. My Bukhar. My wonderful Bukhar. Many people who are Bukhar, if their father would go to them and say, B'ni B'chari, they would cry just from the love that was being shown to them. Why did Hashem say this? To show us. B'chari is, is a, a Lashon of Chiba. My firstborn. It's a Lashon of Chiba. First of all, talking to Yisrael or to Eretz Yisrael? No, it's Kal You are my Bechar. I created the rest of the world also, but you are my, the apple of my eye. Lo he said this to teach us a lesson. Now listen to this lesson. You're not my sons because of your great, great, wonderful, uh, beautiful deeds that you do. Be'etzem, essentially, who you are, you are my firstborn beloved son. It doesn't matter what your situation is. Like Rameya says, Rameya says, you only get the title of Bonim when you do the Ratan of Hashem. Rameya says, The Saba Kaddisha said, it's a mitzvah to repeat to yourself. You go around all day, you say, Halacha Kerem Eh. 
to remind ourselves that that regardless of what we do, what we do and how we act, we're always a son, and a son always remains a son. Even though in every other machlekes, and they constantly were at odds with each other, and always we pass in like Reb Yehuda, but the machlekes zu halacha kiremeir shebein kachu bein kach nikru banim afilu. What are the next words? Im chaitim, even if they sin. Ulafikach nemarkan. To let us know that I chose you, Leois Amanivkar at that time. I'm the one who took you out of Mitzrayim. It wasn't a thousand years ago, it was 50 days ago, 49 days ago. And I was the one who took you out. And even though I had to take you out of that crack house that you were living in, right? I still am choosing you. Listen to what he's saying. The next paragraph is Moridik. Hashem could have certainly magically purified us. Take us out of the Memtashari Hashem could have made it that all of the Zuama, all of the Tumma, the spiritual impurity, could have left us. Moshe Rabbeinu would have given a great cheer. Everybody would have said, wow, they would have learned to shtick on the Siva Shalom, and they would have said, no more idol worship for us, and they would have worked themselves up, and Hashem would have created a huge mikvah, and the mikvah would have spread all over Klal Yisrael. So, right, magical mikvah, everybody would have immersed, they would have been taken out of their spiritual impurity, and God said, now, I'm ready to choose you. You took a shower, you put on a nice suit. Now, Papa says, I'm re- willing to accept you. He says, Hashem could have done that, but he bedafka didn't do it. Hashem wanted to prove to Klal Yisrael for all the generations. That I took you out when you were on the bottom, the lowest of the low, made in order to teach you. Even in that situation, you know what he says? HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim when we were on the Memtesh Aritoma. He says, why? He could have miraculously rescued us from the Memtesh Aritoma, made a big mikvah and everyone do tshuva, somehow do something that all the tumma will go away, and then say, ah, you took a shower, you put on a nice suit, now I'm willing to tell you to come home to me, and I'm willing to choose you. Why did Hashem make it that He redeemed us from Mitzrayim while we were still in the Memtesh Aritoma? While we were still in the Memtashari Tumah. You know, some people cross the Yamsuf with idols. Pesalicha. Hashem still let the, the waters go up and there were fruits popping out. Unbelievable. Why? Because he wanted to show us that I love you even in that situation. So you should know forever and ever and ever that no matter what you are, I love you and I care about you and you're my child. Otherwise, we would have said, sure, God wants us to be pure and then He'll rescue us. Now he showed us all of the Nisim and Eflois to show you that I love you, but and that's, why, that's the way I want to show you that I love you. Good? So listen to what he says. What are we saying Shema every day, twice for? 
In the morning and at night, we say Shema, Shema, Shema. You know why? To remind ourselves. Now we're going to start getting the answer. This is the Shevish, the root, the source. From here is the spring, Noivea, comes forth, Bitochen in God. We have to believe that God loved us with a tremendous love. A great, incredible mercy He put on us. He felt for us. And He loves us like a father loves and has mercy on his child. Even when you're not worth it and you're not doing your part of the deal. And we can each rely and be secure in God. That He loves the nation of Israel. We don't always know what's good for us. But you could be sure. Because why wouldn't He? He has everything. We don't know in the great scheme of things what's good for us. Sometimes we think that we got a rotten end of the deal. That's true. But we know that if it would be taka good for us, he will give it to us. Because he can, and he loves us. He's crazy about you. He told me. He told all of us. What did we do to get ourselves out of Mitzrayim? Zilch. Zip. Nada. Nothing. Gurnished. Cool. <laughs> right. Okay? And he took us out anyway and said, I love you, you're just the best thing since sliced bread. Although God did not say that, because they did not have sliced bread. Ha! <laughs> but if there would have been sliced bread, he certainly would have said that. Okay? The Holy Torah calls Pla Yisrael with the holy title. Such a holy title. Children. Now let me ask you a question. God could have said any kind of relationship He could have set up with us. We would have been very happy. We were a bunch of nobodies in Mitzrayim. We were getting beaten. We were dying. We were dealing out by the Zara. We had nothing. Baruchnis, Begashmis. Hashem rescued us. He could have gone ahead and He could have said, I want to be your, 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 your master and you should be my, my slave. He could have said, I am your king and you are my slaves. Subjects. Right? Any slaves. Right. We would have said fine to any deal. Take me out of Mitzrayim. Hello. I'll be. I'll do whatever you want. Right. Instead, he says, "You are my children." He picked the one thing that is indestructible and is unconditional, because as much as people think their father hates them, the fact of the matter is, if anybody else would cause the amount of pain and fight that they had, and then that guy would get run over by a truck and need a kidney. The father would say, I'm the last person in the world who's going to give a kidney to this person after what he did to me. But a father, the Rachmanis, is indestructible. He will cry if something happens to his child. He'll give a kidney, he'll give a right arm, even in the worst situations. And it's been proven in history many, 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 many times. Not only that, if parents have a child that grows up to be a mass murderer, and they agree that the child, they, they give him over to the police, and they agree, he killed 50 people, right? And he ate them. And he's this guy's sick. He has to be killed. But when they kill the son, the parent will feel pain. Why? Because indestructible. God picked that title, Bonim, 
and he tied himself as well to us. Ha. Just like the Torah, the Torah is eternal. It's an eternal thing. You can't say, um, you're bunim for two years and then we're going to renew the contract. Just like, what is the mitzvah of loving God? Allah, that it is on you, lahashish, believe by Avas Hashem, to be mashish, to ingrain into your heart to love God. Kachum mitzvah, you are commanded, lahashish ba'atzmoy, to ingrain in you, eto emuna, the belief. Shagadish baruchu, hu elikecha, hu elikim shalcha, he's your God. Asher ka avas bano yirtayu, he wants you like a father wants a son. Now the answer. This is the makar, the source in the Torah for the midah of bitachon of security. Living with the with the feeling, really living with it, with the feeling that I am the child of God. I am the son. I am a ben amelech. I am a ben of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That is the makar of midas bitachon. Nothing I can do can break that. No matter what Avera I did, or will ever do, can't break the bond that Hashem is my Father, I am His Son, and that He has the power and will use His power for my benefit. It's true. If there's a child that needs to go to a rehab and suffer because it's best for him, a father will even pay for that. It's true that if a child is off the, the right path of life and he's danger to himself and to other people that the father will call the police and he may go to jail so it's true that we go through difficult times that we don't understand always what the purpose is and that's a different discussion to believe that God is good but we know now that Hashem is our father and if it's good for us he would give it to us if he was out to get us we would be much more messed up than we even are true that true that it says in the Schutz of Amunah we were redeemed from Mitzrayim. What Amunah we were bowing down for crying out loud, we were bowing down to idols. But Schutz Amunah, see, he says, no, 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 it wasn't the Amunah that God exists. We knew God exists. It was the Amunah in ourselves. That we are the children. They walked around and Medrash says, the Maishar Rabbeinu said, Yisrael, God wants to redeem you. And they said, Us? Us? God wants to redeem me? How is it possible that God will still want us, that wants to redeem us? The Hali... Excellent. How does God want to redeem us? The whole Eretz Mitzrayim was full of our Avay Dezaret. I don't know the answer to your question. It says in the Torah that they cried out and wrote and Hashem heard it. I don't it doesn't say that they cried out to Hashem. So it could be that they did not even cry out to Hashem, they just cried out from pain. Or it could be that they really did cry out to Hashem. But at the same time, we don't understand what Avodah Zarah is. They cried out, Hashem, save us. And now I'm going to go and, and, and rub this uh, stone because it's going to make my life easier. We do the same thing today. In our level, right? We daven, we learn, 
and then we serve our uh, idol worship uh, worship things that that are connected our belief. If we believe so much in Hashem, then how do we do this in the Savera that we're pulled to? We're also confused. So maybe they really did call out to God also, but they definitely bow down to idols on a steady basis. I don't know if all of them, many of them. Okay? So he says here... They were lazy, didn't they? Not lazy. They were... There's always, a, you know, the good kid in the class. <laughs> not like, teacher can go away for a month. This kid is going to sit by his desk and not talk out, you know, finger on the place. Okay. Okay, you ready to jump? I think we're going to have to have... We're going to dance after this. Listen to this example, and you tell me if this doesn't speak to you. It was a previous Svanam Rebbe. He says, There are two concepts of an Ace Ratzin. What's an Ace Ratzin? A time of... Need. Time of need. Like a mushy time. Okay? There are two times that God gets mushy with us. He gives an example. Yesh Eis Ratzin Hamasayreres Eitzel Hamelech Kasher Benoi Muslech Ma'id When a king has a prince that's very Matliach and he's making treaties with other nations and everybody who is under his control is happy and he treats everybody nice he has a tremendous Eis Ratzin the son comes in says Papa, King I need a hundred million dollars I want to make a treaty with, uh, with Asia and I want to start importing ah sure my son and he gives him a lot of nachas but the Yesh Eis Ratzin the other kind of mercy that a father has for a child is when this kid is not capable of doing anything. And the father knows this kid, if I don't help him, nobody's going to help him. And that is also that awakens the mercy by the Father. It was one moment until we were completely gone. We were almost lost. He hit the 50 Shari Tuma. Okay? Almost gone. One step more. One Madrega more. Bye-bye. It says, Hashem took us out quickly. Why? Because we were about to fall. And if you fall, that's it. How do you think it took them to all walk out of the door? That's right. I don't know. The last one was second after him, or second after the first guy? Maybe once you started the process, it was enough that we shouldn't fall. And then he kept us and he held us until so. But we were about to fall. We were about to become Ingansen, completely... Mitzvah ride. I, I coined that phrase by now. Mitzvah fried. They were frying our brains. We started off with a 100% Jewish brain, and it got more and more Egyptian fried, mitzvah fried, mitzvah fried, until there was hardly anything left. 49th level, level of Tumah out of 50 is 98% of our brain was already taken over. It says that we were on such a low level that we didn't even have our own way to think on our own. The Medrash says we were like a, chi- a child in, a, in his mother's stomach. That whatever the mother does, we do. We had no, we were gone, and we were about to fall, and Hashem took us down. Hmm? It's like imagine somebody who starts. It's hard to imagine. Imagine somebody starts smoking weed. Very difficult to imagine, or or drugs, any drugs. So in the beginning, he's a hundred percent regular guy, and then you know a little bit, he's doing drugs. 
the drugs started to take over his mind. When you hit the point where you cannot think on your own, okay, and your entire life is taken over by thoughts of drug addict thoughts, you're gone. Now, you could still be rescued and go to a rehab. But there is a point, if you look at these heroin crack, crack addicts, there is a point that even the best rehab cannot help them. They're gone. That part of their brain will never come back. So we were on a very, very, on a level that we couldn't even think to ourselves. We see that with all different types of addictions these days. We see that with cigarette addiction, where people who are brains, who could be wealthy, could be standing outside because they don't let you smoke inside anymore, in 40 degrees below, it, the, the, your lips are, you're frozen. And you say, you're a rich guy. You've got a limousine waiting for you. What are you doing outside smoking, trembling, right? I got to, I got to, in the middle of the night walk. We see that with drug addiction, <coughs> for sure. People ruin their lives. We see that with gambling. Wealthy people can lose their entire family, their entire house. doesn't make any sense. No, next time I'm going to win. I'm going to make it all back. Alcohol. Alcohol. Completely. And? I'm not sure which one you want me to say. Both. And, and, and other addictions that take over a person's mind okay. that he can't... <laughs> that take over a person's mind that he can't think straight. So this is what he says so beautiful, that a, a, a father, a king, has two kinds of Rahmanas. He has Rahmanas and mercy for the kid who brings him tremendous nachas, but he has tremendous mercy for the one that he understands that he can't do this on his own. i got to help him. You go to your father and say, Dad, I want to open up a business. I have nobody to turn to. I need 50 grand. He's going to want to give you that money if he's a normal father, if he thinks it's good for you. Just like the other brother who says, Papa, I'm buying a building, I'm flipping it. Do me a favor, I know you have a hundred million dollars. Give me fifty grand for a week. Sure. Both sides of the coin. The Khinazu Hai C B T S Mitzrayim. Shahim Shakan the Memta Sharitoma, Uchapesa Hoya Bainam La Avadun Mukhwiz the Mitzrayim, we were about to be lost forever. It was Nisayr by Hashem, a tremendous Midas Harachamim, tremendous mercy, and an incredible amount of mercy in order to rescue them. All we had was, we believe that you love us. All we had left was, we know that you're our Father, and we know that you care about us, even though we can't help ourselves. Mitzadikim Pirshu, he says a beautiful Pshat. It says on Rosh Hashanah, we always say after we blow the Shaifer, Hayoyim Haraf Oilam. Today is the birthday of the world. And then what do we say? Page 5. Today we stand, we stand before you, Hashem. What's Pashup Shat? What's Pashup Shat? Hayoim Haras Oilam, Hayoim Yamad Ba Mishpat Kal Yutsure Olamim. We are all standing before you. Im kibanim, im kavadim. If we're like sons, or if we're like slaves. Hashem, how do you look at us? If you look at us, im kibanim, if you look at us like banim, rachmenu karachim ava banim. Have rachmanus on us like a father has rachmanus on his child. Im kavadim. And if you look at us like slaves, then we're waiting for you. And we're waiting for you to give us a good din. Listen to the, the flip-on words he says. He says, it's not up to God to decide. It's up to us. 
That is the Mishpat that Hashem is judging. How do you feel? We say today is the birthday of the world. Today you are going to judge everybody. Were we like sons or were we like Avadim? In Kibanim, if we acted like Banim, if our relationship with Hashem was a loving relationship, when we do a mitzvah, we do it out of love because we want to. We want to be close to Hashem because we want to. When we do bad, we feel bad because we love Him. In Kibanim, if that's the structure that we created, Hashem, Mida Kenegin Mida, Kerachim of Abanim, Kenterachim Hashem Aleinu. In Kavadim, and if we acted like slaves, oh, yeah, I gotta do a mitzvah, oh, yeah, I gotta daven, oh, never for me that I can't go enjoy myself and enjoy this cheeseburger and enjoy this avera. So then, okay, you set yourself up like a slave, then all you can go to Hashem is and say, okay, so I'm waiting for you to treat me like a good master. That's the goof of the mishpat, where we like a son. We got to the point that we felt like sons. What happened by Hanukkah? The Yavanim told us we can't learn the Torah. We were bad, bad. We were very bad. Masses all over. But what does it say? Kama shenemer va'achakach ba'u vanecha l'dvir beisecha. So you see that it says dafka the words. Don't say we came to the base amidash. It says your children came. The way that they opened the key of all the doors and they were able to get victory was because they felt Hashem is our Father even though we were in a very bad situation. What does it mean? This is my God. What's the Anvehu? Good. Exactly. He's my God. He goes, Really? My God? What makes him mine? What did I give over to, to, to get this God? This is my can of soda. I bought it. This is my God. Very nice. You're, you're, you're taking claim of God. This is my God. What did you do? What did I sacrifice against my wills and desires that I could say that I have bought, I have acquired a relationship with God? Zekeli. My God, the Efshel Lefarish Bezal Piemshen Apostik says, you know, I can answer it according to the rest of the pasuk. Zekeli Vanveu Elikayavi. What does Pasuk Shad Elikayavi mean? The Lord of my. Elikayavi is a title. Uvishvil Toyar Avi, and for a title of Tata of Father, Ein Adam Tzarich Limsar Klum. You don't have to. The Son does not have to give over anything. Keep him mitzvahs to others. The of ayev tamed es benoi afem loy masar muum of avurai. And the father loves his child even if he doesn't give him anything. The kid is born. The father loves him. If the kid is re- mentally retarded and the kid is nebuch nifter at four months old, he didn't give his father anything. The father will cry and cry and cry because that is the relationship between a father and a child. And therefore, because Elikei Avi, he's not just the, the, the Lord of my father, of my forefathers, but he is Elikim Shehu Avi. Elikei Avi is a descriptive title. He is my Lord, my father. Therefore, Zekei Vehu. Therefore, I can say he's my Keli. He's my master. 
Afilu, we're almost done. Afilu, Bishasha Kalasha Oram the Ulam Bifne Yehudi. Listen, now he's going to get practical. Therefore, even when all the doors are shut before a Jew, the Amy Yachal Lifal Yeshua Betfilais, and you cannot get a a Yeshua, you can't be saved with tefillah anymore. And we know that davening is always the highest level, but even when tefillah is over, and you're maxed out on your tefillah, he's giving you advice. You have the advice, the powerful tool of bitachin, of security, faith in God. You go to Hashem and you say, Hashem, help me, help me, I'll do this, I'll do this, and it's not working. He says, you know what, Hashem? I have nothing to offer you. I don't deserve it. Please, you have the power. Love me like a son and give me what I'm asking for. Of course, again, if it's really good for me. You're not going to give your son five ounces of weed, even if you love him like crazy, even if he's begging you for it. Okay? Okay. You know this Gemara? You have to know this Gemara. Gemara Rosh Hashanah Yuzayin Amud Beis. The pasuk in the Torah says Hashem Hashem, God God, Kel Rachum, Merciful, Bechanon, and Gracious. Why does it say Hashem Hashem two times? It's a way of calling out. It's calling out. Okay, you know what the Gemara says. Very interesting. In the Torah, there's a psik, there's a line between the first Hashem and the second Hashem. Look, the Gemara, Hashem Hashem, Avi, my father, Hashem Avi. Before I sin, I can call out to Hashem and I could say, Hashem, my father. And after I sin, I could still use the same title, Avi, my father. It's like a father telling his son, you know what? If you're a good boy, you can call me daddy. But if you're bad, call me my, my mother's husband. No. Father says, you can always call me papa. You can always call me dad. You can always call me Tati. Hashem, Hashem, we say two times to show us. The first Hashem is the way we treat Hashem, our relationship, the way we call out to Hashem, you are my father. Before I sin. But what happens after I sin? I have to call him Elekeinu, Elekim, a distant name? No. I still call him Hashem. You're still my God. You're still a relationship of a father. He's still merciful and gracious. Which Lashem? Which one of Hashem's name is Hashem uh, of Rachem? Hashem is there? Yeah. Give me a smile. That's exactly the point. You should have said Hashem Aleikeinu. Hashem Aleikim. Hashem Kardam Achet. But after Achet, Aleikim is Midas Hadin. Judgment. Call me by my judgment name. Right? Father's the judge, you say daddy, but if you mess up, you call him judge. Hashem, Yud Kevavke, Midas Harachamim. Before I sin, I can call you with Midas Harachamim. And after I sin, guess what? Yud Kevavke, Midas Harachamim. But it gets even better because what does it say after that? Hashem, Hashem, Kel, Rachom, Bechanon. Erechapayim, long to anger. Guess what? If you're not doing bad, you don't need Erechapayim. That it takes them a long time, right? Rav Chesed Vemes. He carries my sins. All of the Yud Gimel are only pertaining to the sinner. The guy who doesn't sin doesn't need mercy. He's good. Tzadik. What does he need? Hashem. Yud Kei Vavkei. Midas Arachamim. Kodesh Yechta Adam.
and then that's the name of Midas Hashem. And then there's a line, and then afterwards Hashem Karam 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 Karam. How does it fit with Midas Hashem? I don't have a Midas Hashem relationship with a God because Hashem loves me like a father. Now listen in closing. Very precious, this whole concept of trust and faith, having faith and security in God. More than all Tfilis. Completely trusting in God, with clarity, in God's love to Cloud Yisrael, to every single person to Cloud Yisrael, even to me, and even to you. It's as those who trust in God are like Hartzion, like the mountain of Tzion, that they will never get pushed away and they will always remain. Just like the Hartzion, a mountain will not get pushed away forever. That you will never get pushed away from God. We've gone through so many dark times, so many difficult times. We've done so many wrong things to Hashem. What kept us alive? Being good? No. Being perfect? No. Being tadikim? No. What kept us alive for all of the Eirech HaGolos, the length of the Golos? That we believe that God will not forsake His nation. That's why God took the Tameim and He gave them into the hands of the Tahirim of Kal Yisrael. The Goyim don't have any shaykhs to this concept of Bitochim that Hashem said just to Klai Yisrael. Rakli Yisrael shabenkach ubenkach nikru bonim v'anoichi Hashem eloikeh cha. The lesson is that we can live our lives on a higher, higher level. That I don't think about any of my Averis. That's nothing to do with this. The Cheshmer, the Averis, save that for a different time. Save that for when you say, Hashamnu Baganu Slachlanu, when you feel bad for Yom Kippur, when you fast. Your relationship with Hashem is, He is my Father. He's crazy about me. He loves me. He wants to help me. And higher than any tefillah, of course, davening is very powerful. You have to daven your heart out. But higher than that is when you say, I am now going to rely completely on you. Because I know that you love me, and I know that whatever you do is for my benefit. Living like that is a totally different kind of...